0: and Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
4: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. I'm your host, Megan, and I am joined by my co-host, the fantastic, wonderful producer extraordinaire, the only reason why this podcast exists and ever goes up,
5: <laughs> Melissa. Hello. It exists also because you talk.
4: It does. But I mean, to be fair, I... I the, you, you talk a lot, so... I talk a lot. I talk into the existence and I talk <laughs> into a void. Otherwise, like that would just be... Sure. yeah you know, i'd be like those little kids who pretend to have i guess your your niece just pretending to have a youtube channel talking to a phone mm-hmm. and never uploading it
5: hey guys what's up make <laughs> sure you like and subscribe but there's nothing i think that's so funny it's like a thing that kids do though yeah they like, do a lot of them now
4: mm-hmm. it's wild oh how the times have changed if you are new here this is an advice podcast you call in leave us voicemails and then we give you fantastic wonderful life-changing advice And what we lack in credentials, we make up for... In, in opinions. opinions. I
5: got it that time. You
4: did. <laughs> I was ready. Finally. And uh, if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-694-0976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com. We ask that you are 18 or over, have your parents' permission. Keep it under three minutes or you will be cut off and write it down. Practice and then you won't forget any important details. We don't need to know your Zodiac sign unless we, we literally have so much time left and we know every other really. Really important specific detail um let us know your pronouns and anything else would you like to bully them into making sure that they uh don't waste their time
5: on the calls here's the thing of how not to waste your time <laughs> sit down maybe make a little bulleted list of everything that you would like to talk about and then write out a paragraph and practice at least three times and then and time yourself in. mm-hmm And then call in because um, also when you leave multiple voicemails, (laughs) you get points deducted as well.
4: You do. There's, I mean, there's a lot of opportunity for points deducted. Mm
5: -hmm. And you don't want
4: to have points deducted because Melissa
5: remembers. I do remember. I really do.
4: Oh, and if you have an update for a call, do the same thing. (laughs) Just call us. Send us us an email.
5: Yeah, it's a different thing. Just send us an email. Give us like one sentence, like, if there was a too long didn't read uh this would be it just one sentence about what roughly your update is and then we will contact you
4: hell yeah and um yeah that's that's all you need to know that's the important shit
5: what's new with you uh i wouldn't say anything is necessarily new with me i'm just trying to make a whole bunch of decisions of like outlining life um so that's what's going on with me like
4: outlining work life or just outlining your life both okay yeah like are you gonna like move like shave your head and move across the country like what do you mean no, like, um, like 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 to day to day okay you're not about to do life. an e-pray love
5: no i'm not gonna do that okay. i i feel like you need to have Significant amount of money to do that, without it. a doubt. Yeah, and a Nancy um, Myers movie in the first. yes. <laughs> you need the movie. I might be taking over like my family's rental properties. I might oh, be. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> so I'm just figuring. I had a conversation with some uh, my mom and her siblings about like putting me on the deed so that we can make this stuff skyrocket. It's yeah. been in the fam- like, my great grandparents built like houses, and we've got like one, two, three, four, five, six houses. Yeah. <laughs> I'm constantly like,
4: Mats and I talk about this all the time. I am constantly every day, like realizing how little money I grew up with. Like, I'm constantly right I'm like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This makes sense. This makes sense. That's impressive in Arkansas. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Yeah, and it's all, like, on the same, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, a street between them, but they're all on the same, in the same area. Was the plan for you and, like,
4: your sisters to all have the houses, like, next to each other? Did you ever want that No, no, no.
5: It was, like, my grandmother and great-grandmother, well, I mean, during my lifetime, because my great-grandfather had died. They had houses next to each other, and then there were one, two, three four five seven other houses that they just like built in like by hand wow. and rent it out but they're like old now and i need yeah. and I needs like complete renovation and i want to take on the project oh my god that sounds fun that sounds yeah. stressful yeah but especially, like especially you, know, you know since i'm not there physically. oh yeah, yeah. No, no, no.
4: <laughs> virtually yeah virtually doing that is mm-hmm. potentially gonna be rough yeah that's that that's cool i my dream is to like flip houses and like do that kind of whole thing and like design them but like what i've discovered is i guess the point of flipping houses is to like make a profit mm-hmm. and so like you like not that you cut corners but you do things like as affordable as you can to then like you know turn a profit yeah and see i don't want to do that i want to make like really beautiful ornate kind of things and so i think i just need to play sims again
5: yeah. See, what I want to do is because we have there's so much land, like a ton of land. And I think I want to make because they were like duplexes and then single houses. And I think that since there's so much land, it I think I want to make them so that they're like quadplexes or something, because I think you yeah. could make more. And I know like I'm not no one in my family is capable, but we already own the land. So like that takes out a lot of, mm-hmm. you know money that i wouldn't have to yeah that's so cool yeah
4: look at you boss bitch were are you gonna, gonna say host babe? snl now
5: what were you gonna say babe god no it's down it went boss bitch oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> not babe ever <laughs> you know how i feel
4: about babe and girl i like babe. Is i fine know that's why i'm like, like gonna, you fuck gonna you, you and, and you're gonna call like, me babe
5: like, I didn't know if you're going to say it ironically and then you were like, uh, I bail out and I'm just going to turn this into bitch. No, I wouldn't do that to you <laughs> even ironically. It's like calling you girly ironically. Oh. Oh. But, um, no, I will not host SNL because um, I know where my talents lie and so should other people. I'm
4: trying to think if there's anything I've done or anything that's new with me or anything. I don't know. This whole week is going by so fast. This weekend, I'm, like, fully vaccinated, but I'm just excited. I'm waiting for the only other person who is fully vaxxed as of, like, the day we're recording is Lily. Mm-hmm. And then you will be in, like, a monthish from yeah. now. Because, I mean, J&J's
5: back on the market now, so I might get that one. In the oh, end. yeah. But I don't know. I don't know true, which true, one I'm true.
4: getting. Um, but, yeah, so I'm excited for, ever. like, oh, I just can't. I can't wait to, like... We're all vaccinated. It's just going to be a good fucking time. I'm so stoked. I'm so excited, too. Yeah, all I do is stay up till like 3 a.m. watching The Blacklist every night. So my life is just super fucking exciting. So we're going to start with an update. So we're going to hear from a caller and they're going to let us know what has happened since we talked to them.
5: And this call is from Season 7, Episode 9. And I asked some invasive questions, okay? So, like, don't come for me. Like, she was okay with it. (laughs) She said it was
4: fine.
6: She said it was fine. All right. So uh, my original call was about my boyfriend being a little bit intimidated by using a toy in the bedroom. Um, So I brought it up to him that I wanted to, like, pick something out online and then we could use it. And he was, like, not having it because he's, like, super insecure about how how long he lasts in bed. And he thought he wasn't, like, doing enough for me. Uh, so i told him before that I, like, don't mind how long he lasts because he always goes around for round two. And you guys were, like, confused by that, that I was focusing on penetrative sex. Um, and you said that it sounded like he wasn't eating me out. But he does. I would just like to note that. <laughs> okay. okay. So he's not he's not that terrible. Um. <laughs> so, but he's not good. <laughs> well, there's that. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys have like a lot of questions. uh Basically, is he getting off before me every time? No, he gets off every time. I don't, but I do get off before him like some of the time.
5: What's the um, percentage of that?
6: Yeah, mm, not a good it's one. not a lot. Mm-hmm. I know. I'm gonna say tw- I'm gonna say
5: twenty percent. G-
6: I was gonna say eighteen. Yeah. Twenty. Yeah. Okay. So the thing is, though, you guys also mentioned, is he eating me out? Yes, he is. But that really doesn't do much for me. That's why I wanted to bring in the vibrator. Probably mm-hmm. should have buy that. And then I focused on round two because I just enjoy penetrative sex more than yeah oral. So I was like, well, I mean, like, if we're doing it. I'm going to enjoy it. So um, basically, here's like the big update. So he got really defensive about all that. and I was like, fine, whatever. If you don't want to do it, we don't do it. And then I was like, well, I've got a coupon. <laughs> it's not like a grandma, <laughs> but I got a coupon. So I'm going to get myself something. And I'm just sitting next to him and I'm scrolling through. And I'm like, I think I'm going to get this. And I ask him and I'm like, can I ship this to your house? Because I live at my parents' house and he lives on his own. Both vaccinated, by the way. Um, so yeah. And I was like, can I get this shipped to your house? Because like, I don't want to get that shipped to my parents' house. And he was like, yeah, sure, whatever. And so the day comes, it's arrived at his house. And he's like, oh, it's here. And I go over and I visit him. And he is like super curious about it the whole time. I, I didn't even tell him what I got because I knew that he was like not into it. And I was like, I'm whatever, we don't have to do anything. He goes, well, what'd you get? And I was like, well, I got this, this and this. And he goes, well, can I see it? And he gets all like it, like into it at that point, because I just brought it in. And we ended up using it and it was a good time. And I actually finished before him. So that was good. But then I took it home and the, it hasn't. It's free back. Yes.
4: Okay, so I'm gonna ask you like a very invasive question. And you can just be like, shut the fuck up. I'm not going to answer this. Could you give me like, could you give me a play by play of like, when you have when you're having sex? Like, does it start with like, you're going down on him? Like, is it like, because that's what I'm curious about where it's like, not only like, okay, he's eating you out. Oh, actually, before we get into that part. Do you enjoy oral? Have you enjoyed oral sex with other partners? No, no, I've never really enjoyed it. It doesn't do much for me. Okay. Is it in like um, a this makes me like uncomfortable kind of way? Like this doesn't feel like this feels too intimate. Or is it just like, is it kind of like scratching something that's not itching?
6: Scratching something that's not itching. Like it's okay. not bad. I don't feel like violated or yeah. like medicinal or nothing. It's just like, doesn't really do much. So I'm going to just go out on
4: a limb and say that you probably just have not had someone who's great at it. Yeah. Because like, I agree. It's everyone has the same everyone's got the same parts in that way. And like, if you are, cause I, I would also say like, if you're like everything, all that matters in all of this is the clit and like the clits there when oral sex and like penetrative, if you're like t- all of that kind of stuff. But it's like, if they're not hitting it while they're like going down on you, you have way less control versus like, if you're having sex, you can like maneuver your body to like, you know, like angle it in a way that it can be like closer to hitting it and all of that but like when it's like bad oral sex is like bad sushi it's like there is like nothing good about it like there is no like well i'm kind of into it like it's just kind of like you're laying there and it's like someone's licking your arm like when it's not when it's
5: not hitting i do want to say too though we had elections g's all on a while ago and she did say that she doesn't enjoy oral sex
4: yeah i and i think that there there's like a there are people who like aren't really into it but i would also most of the time, and that might be wrong, but, like, most of the time, like, people, it's, like, it just, like, is not, I don't know, I think of it kind of more like sucking a dick or whatever, That is like, this is really unpleasant versus, like, oh, this is just, like, literally not doing anything for me in the way that, like, it doesn't even really feel sexual. So, um, I would say, like, that if you are into interested in, like, potentially making that, like, better, like, him going down on you, I would focus on that too um because i think that will make it like far more enjoyable but like back to my original invasive question like what's your what's like the low like what would you say the the timeline is the outline give me the
6: outline of like fucking okay (laughs) it's normally he starts like feeling me up or whatever Mm -hmm. and then he'll go down on me he enjoys that he wants to like get me to come he that's like his goal Mm -hmm. but like And then I'm like, all right. Once I realize I'm like, this isn't going anywhere. I'm like, okay, why don't I help you out for a little bit? And then we do that. And then typically it's about two minutes later, we're done. Yeah. So does he
4: think that you are like, when you're like done with, when you're like, okay, let's switch over to you. Does he think that you are coming or does he think that you're like out of it? And you're just like, oh, I just like, I'm like, I don't, is it like, does he think that you're coming or does he think that you don't really care about coming in that moment?
6: He definitely knows I'm not coming because I told myself that I would never lie to another man that I came once I started dating him because I was like, I'm just done about lying about it. Mm -hmm. But like, he, he probably does think that I'm like, all right, cool. Yeah. Because I
4: mean, like, that's definitely, I've like definitely had that before where it's like, then I have to explain to my partner, like if I'm like in that moment or whatever, it's like automatically like, oh, if you don't want me to do this anymore, like all I'm thinking is like, you don't want to get off Like, that's not your goal for this. Mm -hmm. and it sounds like for him like or he doesn't really think that like the orgasm is like the goal for you at the very end even though it might be his but then it's like oh she doesn't seem like that's her goal through all of this like does he know by like that that's something that you would like because it sounds like something he's he's expressed it that's something that he would like but have you expressed like
6: i would like to like finish most of the time when we're having sex I, I mean, like I've never like said I want to finish when we are having sex, like blatant. But like mm-hmm. I feel like he does know because he tries. So like he he shows it. But I think like it's per- like at that point it's me that's just like given up. At that point where I'm like. Eh.
4: Yeah. Well, that's, <laughs> I I don't doubt your boyfriend's a great guy, but like, yeah, it's exotic. If it's like not, if it, it just kind of feels like we're going to wait, like spend a lot of time doing something that I'm not a hundred percent sure is going to fucking happen. And like, I got shit to do, but that's my question is then the defensiveness of like a toy that really should be like an automatic, like a, a very easy, not solution, but like thing to add into a relationship where he wants you to get off so like what has he explained specifically like what his issue with the vibrators because like i get he's like oh i don't last that long but like what is like what's it if it has nothing to he's not getting you off why is he upset that something else Because is he wants
5: off? to be the one that does it
4: but he's not <laughs> like
6: i know that's but that, that's the about. thing is
5: like he wants to and now he feels less than because he's not the one that's yeah. doing it
6: Right. Yeah. There's that, and also like, I think when I did ask him to like go online and pick one out, I was just scrolling. Like, I was like, "Oh, there's this. Then there's this. Then there's this. Then there's well, this." There was, like, very intimidating. Things. Yeah. And yeah, I think he was intimidated by that and the fact that he's never used one before. So mm-hmm. it's like that'd be like his first time with it. He's only had one partner before me, and I know they really didn't do much. So it's like a lot of things that we've done are first. So like, I know that he can get a little overwhelmed.
5: I could I could kind of understand why he wouldn't want to pick it out because it's for your pleasure so he could pick something that you know is not going to be something that you enjoy and then there's that for him that frustration on top of that it's like now I pick something that she doesn't like as well
4: I guess that's yeah that's true myron um, did he did you already say that you guys tried it
6: together that what one time oh yeah when it got delivered to his house that night we used it it was great Why didn't you and, bring it back yeah. <laughs> Now I'm nervous
5: about what I
4: I would just have a conversation with him. Like I would like really lay it out on the table and be like, Hey, I really care about you. Um, and I like love having sex with you, but I would like really, I would like to, I'd like love when you're, I love that you get off, but like, I would like to get off more. And that is like a priority to me. And I think it's a combination of um, like us figuring out together like when you're going down on me like what works best like for me and like you can even say like I think it's actually like a great position to be in when you're like I haven't necessarily really like had like a great like enjoyed it a ton and like I do want to explore it more and like see if this is something that I really like but I'd also like to like bring this like toy background so like we can like do this and that kind of stuff because that. If I think if you make it clear to him that like an orgasm is like a priority to you I think also like a lot of guys in this, this situation can sometimes have like um uh, I don't like selective memory where it's like oh she's she's coming more than than she she yeah she's not really calming like a lot and like we like to do that where it's like no it's not bad like I really like you but it's like it can always like improve in that sense and I think like him obviously like the time that you used it i'm sure like the reaction that like came out of you he was like oh this is great like this like that should be a turn on for him to like want to use it more but mm-hmm. i could feel like i mean yeah i would think that he wouldn't like object to it again like to that because i mean i would also recommend the she comes first book but i
5: haven't gotten it yet but i do want to read it like, you should yeah uh, and i would also recommend maybe getting a toy that you just leave at his place
6: yeah, I was thinking about that because it's also the fact that I'm like bringing it to his place, so I don't want there to be like that. Like, I want to use it. Like, i don't like, you know, like ooh, uh, I feel like I, I would get awkward you're, about that. Go you're on. packing a sleepover bag. Yeah, literally though.
7: <laughs> so I it's like
6: it. if if say we lived together and it was around, I feel like we would have used it more, but we don't. So I think that like just having something to leave at his place would be a good idea. Yeah. Uh,
4: well, um, I wish you good wet sex in the future i Mm -hmm. wish you many (laughs) orgasms and um yeah i'm excited for you for you in this uh in this journey and he's his confidence is gonna go His like ego is gonna go through the roof when he's like oh look at me make my girl come all the fucking time yeah (laughs) it's gonna be great yeah thank you guys thank you so much for giving us an update and you know dealing with my very invasive
6: personal questions I'm here. Tonight. I'll talk about anything. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, likewise. So thank you so much. <laughs> but thank you, guys. Have a good one. Bye. 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 And we're back. Whoa.
7: Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm 22 years old, recently from, graduated from college and working full time. I'm calling because I've been talking to this guy for like six weeks and now some red flags have come up. He's 23 and we work at the same place, which is where we met. He had noticed me way before we ever really started talking and asked my coworker about me and then asked for my number. Ever since that, we've been texting every hour of every day, talking on the phone, taking our breaks at work together, and it seemed like it was going great. Like I was really falling for this guy. We also couldn't see each other outside of work or be physical at all until like last week because we were waiting until we were both vaccinated. The thing is that he's an extremely emotional guy, which I thought was a good thing um, that he could actually express his emotions. But he was talking about the future like two weeks in and I just felt like I could never get on his level because he was already so far ahead of me with everything. I had expressed to him multiple times that I was getting overwhelmed when he would get so emotional and each time he felt so bad and said he would tone it down. But then he'd be back on his bullshit like two weeks later. We hung out for the first time last week and it was nice, but during the day he asked me to be his girlfriend. I said yes in the moment because I felt so awkward saying no, but it freaked me out. We've only hung out once in person. Do you even really know me? The next day, I told him again that I was overwhelmed and that it was too much, too soon for me to jump into relationships. So we agreed to take it slow and be casual. I actually, um, I kind of thought it was just me being afraid of commitment or whatever, but yeah. But then the other morning, I wake up to multiple long paragraphs of text sent at 3 a.m. about how much he likes me, how he sees the future with me, how I make him a better person, how I'm the best thing to ever happen to him. So that freaked me out and also made me mad because I'd already told him to chill. So I told him that I need a few days without us talking so I could figure things out. But this is when it gets really weird. It's been like a day and he's posted like seven Snapchat stories all about me. Things like, I hope the last hug wasn't the last hug and please don't run from me. And I would do anything for one more phone call, one more wholesome moment, shared, one more laugh, one more day together. And he knows that I can see these stories. So it just seems really weird and kind of desperate. I just don't understand. Anyways, I think I'm going to cut things off because if I wanted to be with him, I don't think I would feel relieved that we're not talking right now. Like, I miss talking to him, and it's really weird seeing him at work, but the overall feeling is relief. I wanted to know what you all think of the situation, if you think I'm just freaking out over nothing, or whether this is weird and I should stop talking to him and probably quit my job, too. Okay, thanks, guys. I love the podcast. Um, hope you all have a nice day. Bye.
5: No. This is not anything that uh is not weird. Like this is definitely weird and uh you had so many gut checks during this. Like you had red flags and bad feelings very early on. Um and I say go with your gut. Um uh, Megan, I'll let you take it away and then I'll circle back. Okay
4: um yeah this is the definition of uh love bombing mm-hmm. and nobody can like we I, there's, sometimes people can get defensive where it's like i knew it, they were my person like they my person they came on so strong and i knew they were my person two weeks in i'm like yeah because you didn't feel like this like yeah. that's like when it's like that
5: you both feel it like that's yeah, what it's you not, both want
4: and i don't even it's not weird you don't even really notice that it's that weird because like you're both completely in it this is like this gives me such an ick. And like, this is, oh, I hate how common this is too, because it really does also play on the fact that like, sometimes it can feel like there are fuckboys and then there are these guys and like, these guys are like, it's, oh my God, he's on a fuckboy. It's like all this greatness. And it's like, oh no, 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 This is equally as manipulative and toxic. It just like, is in a different outfit. <laughs> like, it just like looks a little different. I'm really glad you mentioned quitting your job because I would, I would a hundred percent do that. And I would break up with him and I would break up with him to be fair. I would also probably break up. You don't owe him in person. I would break up with him over the phone um, while a friend is there or break up with him in. But I would break up, quit your job, break up. So there's no overlap of that, so like the first thing I would do is like give your two weeks notice to quit your job, and then let your boss know. Or if you don't even if if you, you don't, don't have to give two weeks, two weeks don't notice two weeks. is
5: more just a courtesy, and oh. it sounds like this is a job that you don't that you can easily get out of. So I would yeah. just quit it. Just Maybe line if you like need need the money, line up something else first, and then quit.
4: Yeah, and if there's any if you need to line up something first and like there is like a overlap timeline wise talk to whoever makes your schedule and say like please don't have me work at the same time as him um and quit your job and then break up with him and anything that you need to do to like ensure your safety or anything like that this like it always can go one of two ways with these people that like they get like really like insane and like it can get really dangerous. So making sure that you have like people who like, know and all of that kind of stuff and just like be on the lookout for that. But then there's also, it can just be that this is what they do with everybody. And so then they like mope about it and then like move on. But I had, Oh, I had one of these things in college with this guy. And it was like, Oh, it's like that same thing where you're like, I'm sorry. He like showed up to where I was studying and we had met like two days before, but he was like, Oh, I've been like, I've always thought you were cute. Like I've always been like looking out for you. Like I always like noticed you, like you're finally single. And like, he was cute. And then we like had talked on, he like added me on Facebook. We like talked about like maybe like meeting up at like a party we were both going to be at, like his frat party, like that weekend. And on the next day, which was Valentine's day, he showed up to like the Starbucks I was studying at and like brought me a bouquet of roses and was like loudly declaring how much he was like into me. And I was like. I hate this. And then would just like show up at my dorm and would just be like, Hey, like just like wanted to like hang out, like blah, blah, all of that stuff. And it was so weird. But then like very quickly he pivoted to like another girl in my sorority and then like pivoted to another and pivoted and pivoted and pivoted, just making sure you have like a plan and like let someone else know. And if you, at any point you feel like uncomfortable or you don't feel like safe. And like, that's not a you don't need to feel like there's like an actual like we're, you don't have to feel like there's a tangible threat or like any sort of threatening language made. It can literally just be a gut feeling or just feeling icky. You don't have to be like, well, no, I'm overreacting. Like you don't have to have any sort of tangible evidence that he is going to do something or like put you in danger or like make you feel inco- like he gives you the ick. Just make sure that like, yeah, you, you, your friends know you're doing it. Uh, I would do it. I would literally do it either on the phone or text and then if you really want to do it in person i would do it in person have your friend drive you and like like literally stand outside of the car and the friend stays there in the car
5: yeah but i don't know if the in person thing is because that's how he manipulated her into being his like saying that she was his girlfriend was because he asked her in person and she felt uncomfortable with that yeah. so i think it might be text message yeah
4: And then, yeah, just making sure that even if it's on, if it's text message or phone call or anything like that, that you are with a friend so they can hold, not just hold you accountable, but also be aware of the situation and make sure that they're not, he's not going to like manipulate you. Mm -hmm.
5: And they're there for your support as well and encouragement. The fucking weirdo. Good luck and please update us. And if you need us there for support. Put us on speakerphone. Yeah.
4: Or whatever. I've dealt with so many of these fucking dudes. Like, I don't want to be like, oh my God. I, like I've like had a couple that I've interacted with, but like mostly as like people that like my friends have dated or like been into or whatever. And I'm like, you fucking weirdo. Actually, this, is ha- this happens a lot. It
5: does. Next call.
1: Next call. Hey, my name is I'm 23 years old. And I am hoping that you guys can help me. I think honestly, just cement or solidify the decision that I already made. But my best friend and I, will call her Lauren, have been best friends since we were in fifth grade. I moved away from Texas, my family's military, um, like sixth grade year, and we just stayed in contact ever since then. I would go visit her. She would come visit me wherever I was living at the time up until recently. So my bachelorette party was a very low-key situation in a cabin in Georgia. And she came with me, and she didn't know any of the other girls there. Most of them I do work with. We were trying to keep our pod pretty small. Um, But anyway, she came to that bachelorette party, and she was just awful the whole time we were there. She followed me around everywhere, but, like, to the point of answering questions for me when people would ask me things. Um, She kind of talked shit about my future sister-in-laws. And then she at one point was kind of rude to one of my future sister in laws. She, it was something stupid. We were going to the bathroom literally, and she tried to like kick her out of the bathroom. Like, okay, you don't have to stand here for this while we were talking, but we weren't even talking about anything specific. I don't know. I just didn't really like the whole situation. So I confronted her after the party was over. And she was back in Texas, and I told her that I didn't appreciate kind of how she acted while we were there. Oh, and my fiance paid for her trip there because she's, like, going through grad school and kind of poor and honestly just makes bad decisions monetarily. And she talked about money, like, the whole time there. Would order shit online, like, we slept in the same bed, like, in bed and tell me about it and then talk about how her fiance just got this huge raise, and then she'd always, like, Talk about her own wedding. Whenever we started bringing up mine, and I don't know, so I confronted her. I didn't like her answer. She said she was sorry and that it was shitty, but that was really the extent of her apology. And I'm just wondering, I guess, if I should revisit that because once I confronted her, I haven't talked to her again since then, and it's been like a month. Is it okay to just leave it? I, I just feel guilty, like not following up with her. I guess after confronting her and her replying to my apology, just because. I don't know. We've been friends for so long. Is it, is it fine to just leave it as is, or should I contact her like for closure? I, I don't even know. Okay. Thanks. Bye. Are you going to
5: uninvite her from the wedding? That was my thing. It's like, do you want her in, is she in the wedding? It, I feel like she is. Right? I feel like, sh- I mean, some people invite
4: people to like bat. Yeah. It's like batch. Bachelor- well, no, most of the time if you're invited to like a bachelor or bachelorette party you might not be in the wedding party but you were invited to the party and you're still going to go to the you're still yeah to the but wedding. i was
5: just thinking because they've been friends for so long that she yeah. might be unless um, you're
4: eloping i don't know do you have a bachelorette party if you're eloping
5: no because you like don't really tell people okay what it seems like to me is that you guys are friends because you have this like long friendship and you're probably at different stages in your life. Um, and this is the first time you've like hung out with her around other people. And because you've known her so long, she's trying to put her stamp on you. Like, this is my friend.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, I I know her better than anyone else. And um, That's me. <laughs> she doesn't.
6: Yeah.
4: Yeah. This might be like this. I think like you're right. Like, this is the kind of friend that like... Uh, is a friend that you can't really bring around other friends like she's a one-on-one friend Mm -hmm. and if that's not something that you want and like you don't feel a need for that kind of friendship then I think it's like if you want to end the friendship go for it like you don't owe her anything like that um but I would also yeah I I think that it's like she you guys have been like long distance friends for like so long or like yeah one-on-one friends that like seeing her around other people it sure it could be a learning curve and like it was like a oh I was really trying to like make sure I felt like she was like overcompensating for like feeling uncomfortable or like feeling insecure about your friendship with other people or she can just be someone that's like not great in groups Mm -hmm. at all or it could just be like you don't really like her that much anymore so I think if you're going to uninvite her to the wedding you have to tell her you're uninviting her to the wedding but I think if you don't have plans to uninvite her to the wedding and she's just a guest I think you tell your like maid of honor or your bridesmaids hey someone needs to spend time hanging out with her so she's not like a stage five clinger to me on my own wedding day like kind of treat her like a drunk uncle like some like like, I can't be with her all of the time. So, like, someone needs to, like, take one for the fucking team and hang out with her and, like, redirect that kind of energy. But if she's in the bridal party, I would have to, I would have another conversation with her before. Yeah.
5: And I also, I don't know if you're new here because you used your name and you said something about closure. But um, we oh, yeah. don't really believe in closure around here. Um, it's more like... You didn't get the answer that you were satisfied with when you <laughs> <laughs> confronted her, and now you're you you want her to give you an answer that is satisfactory to you.
4: Yeah, you want to read you want a redo of the conversation, and you want her to say something specific.
5: You want her to say, "I'm sorry for monopolizing your time. I shouldn't have been speaking up for you." And you know what? I'm going to pay you back this money because I clearly have the money. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> let me pay it back to you. I'm sorry.
4: Yeah, I don't think you're going to get that. No. So full transparency, I'm a level with you. If this was my bachelorette party and this was, and she was a bridesmaid in my wedding, I would fully either uninvite her from the... I would just either uninvite her from the wedding as a whole, kick her out of the bachelorette party. You're not invited. We're not friends anymore. Like, I'm done. And I would let her know that. Or... I would just have a conversation and be like, hey, I don't think the bachelorette party, like, I think that was like uh, a really like, stressful time. And like, there's a lot of like tension and kind of drama that like I had no desire to have. And like, it caused uh, uncomfortableness between like me and my like future, like sister-in-law. And like, that is not really cool with me. And I got to love with you. I like did not enjoy doing that on my bachelorette. And like, I'm really not gonna, I'm not gonna do that on my wedding. And like, I love you, but like, I just don't think that, I don't want to deal with that again. And I also don't want to take the chance. Even if you think that it won't happen again, I'm not going to take the chance. So like, you're more than welcome. You're still invited to the wedding, but like, I'm, I'm not going to have you be bridesmaid. Yeah. But I would actually probably just fully just not have her in it at all. Mm -hmm. Because it sounds like you also just like hate her. And
5: this is like, it seems like it's like a friendship that you held on to because you felt like you should hold on to. And you know people grow if you would have stayed in the same state you guys probably wouldn't have remained friends yeah no totally you guys like it's more like you were like pen pals and you would go see her like for one-off things but she's not good in groups
4: and a wedding is a group
5: (laughs) Mm -hmm. and a wedding is supposed to be about you and she was taking that you-ness out of and making it about her
4: yeah, I think you shouldn't invite anyone to your wedding who is a liability unless you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. Like, that. Like you shouldn't wake up on your wedding day and be like, God, I hope they don't do something insane.
5: Yeah. But
4: as a wedding guest, I love when that person's invited to the
5: wedding and then they do something. But is the person who you're sp- oh, in the spotlight supposed to be on you? Oh, yeah. Miserable. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible, horrible. But again,
4: as someone who's just watching... Sometimes it, it can be enjoyable. Especially if you don't like the people who are getting married. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back.
8: Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds at mint mobile. We like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot.
9: Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com.
0: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
4: And we are back.
7: Ooh.
5: Ooh, I felt that. <laughs> the the, the uh,
4: quantum realm. We just mm-hmm. traveled through the quantum realm to get here. Mm-hmm. Live for it. So let's get
8: into the rest of the calls. Hi, Megan and Melissa. I'm a 26 year old single woman. My pronouns are she, her, and I'm an Aries. I'm pretty close with one of my coworkers. I'll call him John. He's about 23 or 24. We're definitely work buddies. We get along really well and have lots of the same interests. We're friends on Snapchat, but we don't talk outside of work very often at all, maybe once or twice a month. I can say with full 100% confidence that I've never felt anything beyond platonic with him. Since day one, he's been fully transparent about the fact he has a girlfriend, and they've been together about two years, and they live together. I didn't think that much about it until I went into work today, and he just seemed off. He kept insisting that he was tired, but I wasn't buying it. I finally got it out of him that he got in a huge argument with his girlfriend where she essentially questioned his loyalty. He didn't tell me much beyond that, but he did say he nearly broke it off with her then because the fight was so bad. After he talked about it, he seemed to feel better and the shift continued like normal. After work, I checked my phone for the first time and I saw I had a Facebook message from his girlfriend where she said, Hi, I know you work with John and you chat quite a bit. What's the nature of your relationship? I was honestly just shocked at the whole thing and I made the decision not to answer. I felt like no matter what I said, it won't go over well, so I thought it would be better off that way. Now my question is, do I tell him that it happened? I definitely consider him a work friend, even a best work friend, but that's about it. I keep thinking about it that if I were in his shoes, I would want to know if my boyfriend had done some, something like that to one of my close guy friends. I also thought about it like if it were one of my best friends in his shoes, that I would tell them too. Is that the wrong decision, do you think? Now I have another question and that's that this is something that's not necessarily unique to me. I have a lot of guy friends, and this is not the first time I've heard of something like this happening because of me. I've never had the significant other reach out to me like this girl has, but it's enough to where I'm concerned. One of my other coworkers recently blocked me on Facebook because his wife was concerned about me, but he was very open with me about it and honest. I have other stories like this too, but my call is already getting way too long. Is the problem me? I've never considered myself a naturally flirty person or anything, and I've never considered making moves on someone that I knew was in a relationship But this has gotten to a point where it's almost a pattern and it's kind of disheartening. Let me know what you guys think. Thank you.
4: You're either accidentally really flirty or you're really fucking hot.
5: Yeah. (laughs) Also, you had a full minute left, so you could have kept going. Um, That was concise, though. It was concise. Um, I... First of all, nothing makes me feel older than people... Snapchat? Yeah, Snapchat. Did you ever Snapchat? I did. There's a, a... point but it was never i don't feel like people were never like we snapping replacing yeah, yeah. it wasn't a, a replacement thing but to me snapchat feels the way that i comp- i'm understanding it from everyone that's calling in is that it feels a little too intimate yep like i think that there should be a line with people that you work with and you're not really you're not friends with that you shouldn't be snapping with them
4: Yeah, because the nature of the app is things delete Mm -hmm. and it can be super like innocent to you, but there, why wouldn't you just text? Why wouldn't you just text them? You know, because then it's like, as a partner, you're like, why is your preferred choice of communication with this girl? Something that disappears after 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Like I, You know, I think that it's really, like, I commend, like, I really applaud you for being like, hey, is this me? Like, this is a pattern of something that has been happening. And I mean this in the nicest way possible. It is highly likely that it could be, it could be you. But in a way that the the thing I would do is then I would talk to some of your other, I would talk to some of your female friends, not, I wouldn't talk to your male friends. I would talk to some of your female friends and be like, shoot me fucking straight. Like do you find that like I'm flirty or like, is there anything that I do uh, or anything specifically that comes across as really flirty Um, or like just something like that and, and just have them be like super fucking honest with you because like, it might be like, just like the, Oh, well, I mean, snapping, like that is kind of something a little more intimate that you might not see as that at all. Or it can be like, even when you're saying like, I like he was like, not in a good mood, but I really I finally got it out of him. And he told me like, is it just like a sense of like, a sense of intimate, like emotional intimacy, that's like a little farther than most people would feel comfortable doing with like coworkers or friends. Uh, And like those boundaries, like, are there less of those there? Because that can be completely platonic to you, but not to him. And so then for you, it might be like, oh, well, I would text him, like, I would have no issues with that. But like, they're more comfortable Snapchatting. Like, it's like how it is on your end of things is not how the relationship either, is not how the guys are seeing the relationship or not how they're reta- like retelling their relationship to these other, to like the other women that they're around
5: and dating. Also to me, it's, I don't know, cause you didn't specify, but you said that you have a lot of guy friends. Are you usually like the only girl that's around too? Because- That could also be some type of indication of how these other girls are feeling. And the thing is, I don't think any of this is your fault at all. No, not at all. None of this is your fault. I'm not putting it on you. I'm just saying how it looks from the outside. Um, Also, oh, you did ask us, too, if you should tell him. I think 100% you should tell. She shouldn't be contacting you over a suspicion of something that didn't happen. The Here's what I would
4: do. Here. <laughs> Here's what, yeah. Where do we differ on this? But mm-hmm. what I would do because, and I'm only saying this because you're wondering if this is you, you actually kind of have like a really wonderful opportunity at this moment to like speak from someone like this. And you're like, Hey, aren't we're like purely just friendly. Like why did something like, can I like, and I think if you come at it from there, that to me is the biggest, like. Shows the guy, shows the girl, but then also for you, it's like the biggest sense of like, yeah, there's nothing here to like, there's nothing here to hide. There's like none of that kind of stuff. Like it's we're pur- purely just friends, like straight up, just put platonic. Um, but being able to have that conversation with her, there is to me i know that he is your friend and she is not your friend there is a little bit of intimacy of like if i were the other girl on this like other side if you didn't respond to me and then i hear my like boy like ex or whatever is like i heard you message so and so and it's like oh so you guys really are that close like that's kind of like what I, I think I, it can be i think you can do both
5: though like you can tell yeah no i, at, I would talk like, to
4: her and tell him yeah I would just be like, no, it's purely just platonic. Like we're friends, like, can I ask like, what, like what's up? Like, like why? And like, that is like, I think that could be pretty helpful. And then I would also ask yourself if you are friends with a lot of guys who are in, like, are you friends with their girlfriends? Are you making an effort? Because if you're not like, like you said, if you were like the one girl in the group or like one of few, and then they date these other girls, like, are you making an effort to be friends with them and to like get to know them? Or is it kind of like, oh yeah, he's my friend. Like this is his girlfriend. Cause that can kind of, no matter what, have a presence of like your temporary, I'm going to stick around. Like, I don't really feel a need to like get to know you because like, you're just a plus one essentially of this person. And I have found like, I mean, it doesn't like always absolve that kind of stuff from happening. Like some people just are skeptical of like, male-female friendships. But, like, when my, like, straight guy friends date a, like, date a girl, like, I make an effort to get to know her. I mm-hmm. always, I also make an effort to, like, not pull back on, like, how we talk to each other, but, like, just to make sure, like, anything that I, I am, like, overanalyzing my actions to make sure nothing can be construed in a certain way, because I'm, yeah. like, I know it's not like
5: that, but you don't necessarily know that. So I don't want to put that thought in your head. Yeah. Because you don't know I'm our the history. same way. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I, I'll stop texting my guy friend, like 100%. And if we're texting, it's in a group chat.
6: Mm-hmm.
4: I will, I will like respond to Instagram stories while mm-hmm. they're with their partner and be like, oh my gosh, you guys look so cute. Like really make an effort to be like, hi, I have like, I'm non-threatening like I'm mm-hmm. not coming for you at all and like I think that sometimes people can be like come on like women we need to support And like this is one of those things like this is the 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 competition between women is such like, a long-standing like side effect and like result of the patriarchy and all of that like we can't just like ignore it and expect that to like fix this like I think there's a lot of like overt steps that we need to make and be like really deliberate and clear about those kinds of things because that like open line of communication is that's what's going to like make and like you can make another friend there too like and again it's like it can be super 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 subconscious but I would think that if this is like a repeated pattern you you there is something that you could probably do to avoid this. or oh, and like what that thing might also be that like you're befriending some just like kind of shitty guys yeah. and like that they're pretty shady and like that the way they're talking about you, they're not seeing your friendship the same way and the way that because like, I don't want to put it on the other women either. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't mm-hmm. want to say like, oh, they're being crazy and they're reading too much into it. Like, I think probably who's most likely at fault in this situation is the, these the men is how they're talking about you or just how how they're keeping a relationship on snapchat how like all of that kind of stuff like i think that like to fix this you need to talk to her and like make your focus like not your friends and it's not about loyalty to your friends it's about like okay my loyalty to my friend is to my friend like our friendship and like in doing that i'm gonna have this conversation with this girl and i'm gonna let you know like she messaged me messaged her back told her we're just
5: friends I wonder if, when they had the big argument, if she brought up the caller in that argument, and that's why the guy was not forthcoming about what actually happened. I wonder if he brought her up, yep.
4: I wonder if he said something like he, she was reacting to something or maybe she saw to...
5: or shes saw him snapping with her too, yeah, girlfriend. maybe it
4: was maybe it was that, or like, and this has happened. I've been in this situation as. <laughs> the person who was brought up and when i was like bad fucking move dude like that's not how this works like don't fucking say that mm-hmm. but it was like oh my god like megan wouldn't have done that and i'm like never fucking side by side comparison never yeah. fucking because we're not the same you f- you have sex with one of these people mm-hmm. don't have sex you can't have that kind of comparison so if it's like reacting to something or like or even if it's just the way that he's like uh let's say your name's like we'll give you a pseudonym because you actually (laughs) said your name we'll call you hannah so if he was just like oh my like hannah said something really funny or like hannah did this or hannah did this and like like he just like kind of talks about you in that way that naturally if they're getting into a fight that's gonna come up or maybe he like was snapchatting and like hit it or did something like that like i don't think it's random that this is that you are you were a part of that fight I don't she either brought you up or he brought you up, but your name was a part of that fight. And the fact that
5: he didn't say that to you makes me think that he brought it up Mm -hmm. because just it's (sighs) just so it's not by coincidence that they had a fight the same day and then she's the one that's messaging you.
4: Yeah. And the fact that he told you that is a massive red flag to me. If you fight with your partner and like your like work friend or whatever is like asking about it, and like you're gonna be super forthcoming about like your relationship issues with a different like with another woman like you were a part of that you've been a part you've been a, a sore subject for that relationship because he wouldn't be opening up to you otherwise yeah your friend picker might be off but I would have a conversation with this girl I think it can be really fucking productive too cause she's also not accusing you of like anything. I think she doesn't trust him. And like, I think <laughs> based on your interaction with him and like all of that, like, I think it's pretty safe to say that like, who knows if you can necessarily trust him either. Like you don't know what he's been saying about you, but you know, who's going to fucking tell you she is, yeah. she's going to tell you the fucking truth. She has no reason to lie to you about this shit. Please give us an update. And, uh, should we go on to the next?
3: Let's do it. Hello, Megan, Melissa and listeners. Uh, I am 23 years old, I go by they, them pronouns, and so I have a, not dilemma, but, um, so it's my partner who also go by, uh, they, them pronouns, so here's the thing, they are amazing, I am so glad that I met them, however, uh we started dating for, we are dating for four months now? Which, by the way, thank you for the blowjob trick. Uh, I can deep throw that shit. But, in the words of Beyonce, it's too big, it's too strong, it's too wide, it won't fit. And in the words of Miss Megan Thee Stallion, uh, cat and hook. Like, literally. And, like, I don't know how Megan Thee Stallion just loves a dick with a little bit of curve. I don't, because it just, like, kind of feels weird in my stomach. And I am so sorry. Uh, I know Megan doesn't like butt stuff. It's so weird to say that. And I don't know, like, maybe you guys can give me some tips on how to enjoy a dick with a curve. Because all the dicks that I've had... Oh, my God, I got sound like But all the dicks that I've had... Um, aren't curved or anything and this is the first time i've had a curved dip inside me and that was also way too big but yeah so how do i enjoy myself and to all the gays out there no i will not do poppers. i do not do that okay well hope you guys can help thank you so much bye
4: can you imagine if that was my advice? Like I was like poppers, just do poppers. <laughs> if Kyle was on you, that would fully be Kyle's. Kyle explaining poppers to mods. I wish I had a video of that conversation. Once was like, huh? Um,
5: can I finish the Beyoncé lyric? Please do. So I've got a remix. Um. Go ahead. <laughs> if you can get it out. <laughs> <laughs>
4: You got this. You got oh. this. Am I going to pee? <laughs> okay, just do it. Just do it. I'm going to clench. <laughs> I'm doing Kegel.
5: So the the, the, act, the lyric that you uh, shared with us is, it's too big, it's too wide, it's too strong, it won't fit. And then I finished the lyrics with, I walk like this because he keeps getting stuck. He's got a big ego. <laughs> Such a big ego.
4: Oh. <laughs> oh. So it reminds mm. me of side to side. The whole Ariana Grande thing. I was like, this is, we're glad. Oh, the pain, the pain, the the walk mm. after. The walk yeah. after. You can't sit. Mm-hmm oh you can't you can't at all i remember what yeah not gonna get into that um okay curved
5: dick where's the the prostate's not up there right that's like that's the thing is that versus the g spot yeah yeah that's the thing is like for us as vaginas uh, vagina holders we depending on the angle that it goes in missionary if -hmm. you're going in with well, actually it depends on which way it curves because it can curve That's different ways. Exactly. So, so it might yeah. be the position.
4: That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So I have uh, again suspected endometriosis and one of the side effects is you can just get like pain during sex. And I j- there are just certain positions sometimes that just like do not fucking work for me because I'm like this is just this is just not physically like a a good one for me. Um so I would say I would just like switch around and figure out those positions. And mm-hmm. so, uh, I, again, with vagina, I mean, it also really depends on like the width. Cause if the right. width is the issue and that's like the immediate kind of issue right there, I would
5: just. It would be relaxation and lube and maybe stretching.
4: Yeah. That's what I it would yeah. be like a lot of like fingers and that and stuff. Toys, beforehand, and, toys. Yeah. And, like, building up to that. And so then, like, actual penetrative sex is, like, Looser. you got to get, yeah, it's like you're warmed up. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's, like, length, then I would say picking positions where, um, you are in more control. And so it, it just, where, where you can really determine, like, the depth of how far it's going in and like that comfortability for you. um, And just trying out certain angles that like maybe aren't working. Because like, yeah, if it's like hurting your stomach, that's like a similar, I can get that it's, similar kind of feeling. Yeah,
5: I would and, get, well, I don't know what position it's hurting when you're in the stomach. Because that, yeah, I don't know if, it, like, because it might be like you're on your back. And they're coming in if their penis is curved up then I could Mm -hmm. see that hurting your stomach. Um, Yeah, I think you just need to try out different positions.
4: Yeah. And and go
5: with the curve.
4: (laughs) Follow the curve. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's
5: essentially it, is that you have to follow the curve.
4: Yeah, but I think like a good rule of thumb is that picking, starting off after you've done all of like the foreplay and everything and like really like, you know, hands and toys and all of that kind of stuff and primed yourself you're all ready or whatever is uh the positions that again like you're in more control and there's less (laughs) this sounds it's just gonna be explicit there's less of like a straight fucking shot Mm -hmm. because that's what it's like when you get that deep that can be painful so like for me sometimes if i'm like fully bent over like and it's like there you you have like the polar express straight shot like there is like no that like that can be like a little bit like oh that can be a little bit more painful um so i would try things that involve like i don't know like you're you're moving a little bit more versus like <laughs> like think of like fucking getting versus rails. like getting rails <laughs> <laughs>
5: you need those positions because like you're getting real like you <laughs> and also it might be where you're taking too much as well like you don't have to have it all the way in
4: that's what yeah exactly and so like that's like if, the, if they're in if all of the force is coming from your partner then then when they're like if they're giving you all of that like you it needs to be like more of a 50 50 kind of thing where it's like you're it's like you know you're pushing as much as they're pulling not like that's how sex works but in that kind of way that it's more of a dance versus like yeah you're getting like fucking railed because that's that's when that's when it's gonna that's just a little too intense Uh and then i would also say like i don't know how long that uh that, that like if you've had conversations with them about this about like i know i've had sex with someone who is like smart water sh- like massive massive and the guy that i had sex with like he had like a ton of like he's had sex before so like he like was like okay so this has had been something that's been worked for like another person that i've been with so i don't know if your partner if they've ever if if they have if you can ask them for like you don't have to like put on that like brave face like you can just be like yo like you're great like your dick is huge like do you has something worked with you with like the other partners that you've slept with in your past and maybe they'll say like yeah or maybe they'll say no but then you'll have that conversation with them which a is a very flattering conversation but also uh can make them like they should be aware of the fact that you are also experiencing like it can be a little uncomfortable or, or just like difficult or hard for lack of a better term um and they can you know help you out with that yeah i just i'm dying both of us saying getting railed at the same time (laughs) uh yeah good luck i i I, i'm wishing you Good you good wet sex all right
5: time for don't blame them
4: this is, if you're new here, don't blame them. This is where a listener will call in and they will give their own advice based on a call that we have in a previous episode. So maybe they listened. They were like, oh, I relate. Hey, you know, future. Maybe it's somebody who's fucking a curved dick in the ass and they've got
5: some some expert tips. So what episode is it from? Uh, they're going to share all about it in the call so I can just play it. Okay.
10: I'm calling as a do not blame them for the most recent episode, so season 7, episode 22, um, for the girl who was asking advice on how to ask the guy she's seen what his political affiliation is. And I do have some experience with this because I'm very, very, very left-leaning, and I live in South Florida. So I live around a lot of Republicans, and so it's pretty difficult to find anyone to date down here. And so my two biggest pieces of advice is, one, I don't think it's bad to be straightforward asking this question because if the person agrees with you, then this will be something that they'll want to keep talking about, and it will give you more conversation topics. And if they don't agree with your beliefs, then you automatically know to just ghost them. So I feel like it's kind of a win-win situation because they either agree with you and now you have more talking points, or they disagree with you, and now you know to dump them. Um, and then the only other advice I have is that even if a guy is um, not necessarily conservative, but says that he's more moderate or like on the left, but he has a lot of—I mean, if he's moderate, then that's an automatic no anyway. But if he says he's on the left and he has a lot of conservative friends, then this is usually an issue too because i've noticed that some of the guys that i've met down here they um they say that they have sort of left-leaning beliefs and stuff but they are friends with a lot of conservatives who influence them um like an example of this would be how they treat women i mean usually on the left they're more respectful like more i mean i'm sorry respectful and so um i know that seeing how the conservative friends influence guys that I was talking to, I didn't like very much either, even though they didn't have the conservative belief. So my best advice is just find someone who's just as passionate about politics as you are, because that would be a lot better in the long run, because you guys will be on the same page. And for someone like me and you, who this is really important to, I think that would be best case scenario. So um, I do agree with Megan and Melissa to just with them from now on don't even father but that's my advice
4: thank you bye love to hear it and yeah no she's right that that's like who the person spends their time with and their friends and all of that it's you are either uh like it's like it's like they don't know being homophobic or something like you're either homophobic or you're okay like you're passively homophobic because like you're enabling and like okay with other people being like that mm-hmm especially friends. You don't get to f- you fucking choose your friends. Right.
5: I mean, I I wholeheartedly
4: agree with everything that the caller said. Good call, very smart. And also, it is not your responsibility as anyone who is like, well, I'm going to change their mind. That's not your responsibility. It's not you're not going to do that emotional labor at all and nobody is going to you're not going to be able to change anyone's mind who doesn't want who, who's like steadfast in their beliefs there's a massive difference and I think a lot of people especially in relationships and even with friendships have a hard time deciphering like when when is it my responsibility like as a good human to like guide this person in the right direction and when is it just like completely like my efforts are wasted and I have to decide that with like dms all the time and the dms of people who like want to learn are like hey I was raised really conservative. And, um, I don't necessarily believe everything that that has come out from like in, in recent years. And I've been seeing a lot of the things that you have like been posting and I would love to have a conversation about this. Like, this is something that it's really intriguing to me. And like, I would like to learn more and I'm open to changing my views. And then there are other people who are like, no, that's not it. And if it's just automatically argumentative, but if you find out someone's political beliefs or you find out something about them and The question that I always point blank ask is, are you open to are you open to changing your opinion? And if they say, no, I'm not open to changing my opinion, it's like, "Okay, cool. This conversation, I don't need to talk to you anymore.
5: Also, if you're you come in with things that contradict themselves already (sighs) in your argument that already says that you're uneducated about the topic,
4: you need to be doing some Googling first. I need to see some like self-motivation before you're just going to turn to me, and ask for some emotional labor, like yeah. no, 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 no. You have to show me that you actually care, and like you do want to learn about this, because it's also not, <laughs> it's also not hard. And like um, yeah. the amount of people who like go, who like, grow up really conservative, and go to college, and like you know the trope, like you get educated, you become liberal, and that is something that like that involves like a lot of like being proactive and just like learning about all of that kind of stuff. But if you wanted everything to be handheld to you, to me, that just said your political beliefs were handed to you by your parents. And now that is what you expect. But yeah, so you all know. So that's it for our episode. Uh, Well, if you enjoyed this episode, um, please go give us a review on the Apple Podcast app. And if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, you can leave us a voicemail at 310-6940976. And international listeners, you can send us an audio message at meganpodcast at gmail.com. Like we said at the beginning, keep it under three minutes, practice, write it down, make sure you have all the details, let us know your pronouns, and you have to be 18 or over, have your parents' permission. Uh, follow us on socials. We did change our Instagram, so it is no longer Don't Blum Mean Pod. It's by, dot, and, dot, Megan. No, by, no. Dot, Megan, dot, and, dot, Melissa. You can follow our individual socials. We're available ad-free on Stitcher. Patreon we love patreon you can join for our dollar a month tier you can see all of the video versions of the podcast see our facial reactions the um and then we have our five dollar a month tier which is where we do two live streams a month and the last live stream we did um it was a great time everybody helped me build my laptop stand
5: <laughs> <laughs> we also talked about the metric system <laughs>
4: And me, I'm not going to say someone's name. I'm not, I'm not going to say anyone's name by name. But there's one uh, girl in the Patreon group who we've gotten to know well. And it was just her and I looking at each other being like, I have tuned out about all this fucking math. But
5: it's a good time. I, was, I kept trying to wrap it up, but it kept going just because, uh, you know, I, I had to deal with all that in school all the time because of my major. So I and then I started just like saying numbers you know, doing the math.
4: <laughs> yeah, and I'm, I'm just there being like, I don't know any of these
5: numbers. Um, anything
4: that you, which,
5: what do you want to promote of your just whole follow. massive list? Yeah, just follow my um, Instagram for my business or my person, both my personal and my business. Um, and you can mute both. I just would like uh, to be able to do a swipe up link. Someone did message me in there like, um, it would be faster if you just got verified. And I was like, I'm not, anyone to be (laughs) verified. Well, hey, that's that's so funny because I was just about to tell
4: you while I was on the... I was on some, I don't, I don't remember. I think I was on the Don't Blame Me account or something, but I have like a new Instagram update and I was looking through for the Facebook group and like checking people's Instagrams because we require Instagrams to make sure we can verify who you are. Um, and I was checking one of those and now Instagram has it sorted of like following and then it says like public figures and like something else mm-hmm. or whatever. And I went over to that tab, bitch, you were, you were in that tab. In the public figure one? Yeah, and not everybody's Mm. verified in there, but that would be a case for you to be verified because I think it's about your ratio of followers to following. Got it? Because it's like okay, clearly
5: more people follow, like, or you're just extremely popular. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it is like so. Maybe I, yeah, maybe I need to make more of a web presence for myself, and then I'll like, like, I need to get my website going, like my personal one, and connect it to the business, and then get that going, and then submit for it
4: i will i will tell you i think the quickest way that will happen is if we create an account of someone pretending to be you and then you have to say this verified Mm -hmm. this is me that's really what it is that's why i don't know if it's still that but back in the day of getting verified it was like if people are you need to make sure that no one's like that this is the verified account so no one's catfishing or impersonating and all of that yeah well
5: someone was pretending to be my mom a few weeks ago so You know, she's more. (laughs) Shut up. Wait, was that in my Instagram comment section? Was that not your mom? No, that was that was my mom. But there was somebody else that hacked her account. And no, they made an account that was similar to hers using her picture. And they were messaging people saying what they messaged one of like my friends from college. And I forgot what he said they were saying. But he was just like, it wasn't like I knew it wasn't her. Because it wasn't, like, aligned with anything that she... It wasn't in the right cadence of how she speaks. Yeah. And so, um, yeah. They had hacked her Facebook and... Or they didn't hack... They made it fake Facebook and a fake yeah. Instagram.
4: Who did your mom piss off?
5: Yeah, probably a lot of people. I mean, you know she an does I, piss off people. I know. She's an
4: icon. Yeah. She's an icon. Wow. That's wild.
5: Was Did the person have, like, an A name?
4: Or it something. Was, it was her
5: name, but they used instead no, no, of No, no, I mean
4: the person that the that, that that the fake person messaged. Like No, does, it d- was a C name. See. Hmm.
5: But they message a lot of people. That's just like yeah. the closest to me, who he sent me the message and he was like, I don't think this is your mom, but uh can you check this out? Oh my god. So she could get verified before I do. Let's call up Cammy and Nate get her on catfish. <laughs> <laughs> I would
4: die to see your mom on Oh. <gasps> that would be iconic yeah can you be.
5: imagine your I mom can't. and cammy together i can't, I can't. <laughs> it would be a mess it would literally be a mess they would talk so much shit in the facial expressions i can't
4: i also just feel like your mom wouldn't even need Like your mom wouldn't even need them there would be yeah. no qu- there would be like she's like i'm facilitating the conversation i know exactly what i'm gonna say i'm gonna call mm-hmm. you out all of your shit there's like yes, no trepidation they, they, just, they
5: just have to like set everything up and then she'll run the thing once they get there
4: i would die it would be so funny i'm just waiting for the day that i get catfish so i can go on it <laughs> just and then waiting. i have to
5: be there like as your friend yes and support.
4: without yeah. a doubt yeah. it would be so good it's also on hulu the new season oh is everybody it? go watch cammy's on it Ah, oh, well okay that's really it for our episode <laughs> we will see you all next time goodbye Bye. Don't Blame Me is a production by me, executive produced by Melissa DeMonts, edited by Katrina Henning, and music by Ryan Hunter and Giacomo Picasso.
3: Potentially, your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home.
8: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions
2: apply. See Site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more